with Scott. You are now in the mix of Sports Talk with Scott. Here he is, the great Scott. How's it going, everybody? How is it going on this wonderful Tuesday evening? I thank you for joining, downloading, subscribing Sports Talk with Scott. And hearing what I got to say about the sports world, this is where sports is everything. And what a great weekend it was and what a great weekend it's going to be. Yesterday was actually the NBA Awards, so that was pretty cool. I actually normally drop on them one day, but, you know, with that going on, I want to watch that and give you guys some little sports talk about that. But, hey, let's, uh, you know, let's dig into some sports talk. Let's recap the weekend. Last week, uh, what a, you know, the NHL draft. Let's start with the NHL. The NHL draft was last week, and I got to say, they were live this year, and that was actually pretty entertaining to see. I only watched a few guys pick, you know, probably to like the Blackhawks pick, <laughs> my team picked up, and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'll just read about it. But I kept it on the background, but it's just, you know, just watching and everything. Jack Hughes, the center, he went to the New Jersey Devils. Got to say, the New Jersey Devils actually had a nice, a very nice draft. I got to give them an A. Uh, most um, most uh, analysts gave him like an A+, plus, but I would just say a solid A. They, you know, had the number one overall. They actually made a move to get P.K. Saban from the National Predators, too. And so this this after the draft, so that was actually pretty good for them. So I got to say, with with that trade and the couple of guys they got that they got up in the in the later rounds, that was pretty that was pretty fantastic on their part. So I got to say, shout out to the you know the New Jersey Devils trying to make some trying to make some moves. But hey, <laughs> it starts in the draft. I gotta say, my my guys that I picked that had a pretty decent draft of the Philadelphia Flyers. These guys, you know, they had a really strong draft. They got everybody that they needed. They made some moves, you know, the right trades, the right, you know, fell back, got some, you know, some later picks. That's what it, that's what really matters. That draft capital, and so I felt like they did that really well, and they really got what they needed. You don't see, you know, they, you know, they got guys on the board. They're gonna go get them, but you know, the Philadelphia Flyers went out there and they got some guys that they really truly needed. And you can very much well see this team contend for a, a you know a Stanley Cup run next year, but uh, we'll see. But nice draft overall from the NHL. You actually had the NBA draft too. That the next day, that Thursday, and I gotta say, no shocker, Zion Williams number one overall to the Pelicans. But I gotta say, the Pelicans made out like fat rats, you know, leading up to the draft and the draft itself. They got the three picks in the first round for the Anthony Davis. Which was I, I, like I said last week, this was a steal of a this was a steal of a trade to get the three guys that you got and got three additional draft picks. So I gotta say that was pretty nice. And then they made a tra- they made a trade in the draft during the draft to the Atlanta Hawks for like three more draft picks. So I gotta say they picked up a lot of draft capital. They got some nice guys. There, this is gonna be a next generational team with you know Zion Williams. You still got guys like Drew Holiday. And, you know, Jaleel Okafor, they signed him, Julius Randle, and the guys that they picked up in the draft. So I got to say, the New Orleans Pelicans, they, and you got a nice coach, too. I like him, man. I like him. Alvin Gentry, man, he's pretty nice. So I like him. And I got to say, that's the, so that they had a nice draft, I got to say. The top 10 lottery picks, they were all pretty good. The New York Knicks, to me, had a nice draft with the, you know, R.J. Barrett pickup. That was nice draft. I got to say, the Chicago Bulls, hey, Chicago, stand up. The Chicago Bulls went out and got a nice guy in Kobe White, 6'5", from UNC. This guy, he's he's better than Chris Dunn. We can get rid of Chris Dunn with confidence now because I like this kid. He, he has nice defense. He does have to work. He can get a little out of control at times. But I think, you know, you, you know, bowling, he can he can really he can contain this guy. He's young, so he's willing to eager to learn. So I got to say, nice 
Nice pickup by the Bulls. The Bulls had a nice draft by being patient at number seven. Didn't do too much. They could have traded up and, you know, got Jared Culver, but they they sit back, they sat back with patient, got Kobe White. So nice job by them. The Hawks, like I said earlier, they made a nice they made a couple of nice moves. They got Cam Reddish at number 10, which was a nice steal. And then they got, you know, DeAndre Hunter. That was a nice, you know, pickup. They actually that's what they traded up for to get. I gotta say, nice, nice Hawks, man. Look for those guys. They know that East is weak. Especially now if Kawhi leaves, they know that East is weak, so they, they can they're able to get a little playoff spot. But I gotta say NBA draft was actually pretty exciting because these young guys are young. So, you know, NFL, these guys are like 22, 21 at times, but the NBA has these 18, 19 year olds. So it's pretty it's exciting to see them. Know they're about to get that nice payday just from balling. So, you know, congratulations to the NBA for that. They had the NBA awards yesterday. That was exciting. Congratulations to Giannis. He deserves the MVP. This is a guy, you know, when you talk about MVP, most valuable player, this is somebody your team can't beat without. And yet, sometimes it can be a popularity contest with the MVP with these scoring champs. But I got to say that for a guy that has it two ways, he has a strong defense and he has a strong offense, it's good to see this guy go in there and get the MVP. Still young, and he and you can truly say if you've seen him over the last few years, this is this is a kid that's just he's grown. He's he's gotten better and better and better and better each year. And I gotta say, so hats off to him. Congratulations, he's deserved it. He's gonna take that Milwaukee Bucks team places. He is, and it's you know it's unfortunate that they couldn't get it done this year. They were very competitive with the Raptors when the series first started, but somewhere along the line that you know the inexperience showed off. But I I gotta say. A few more years of experience of getting there and you, your team, you know, builds around you. This is a team that's going to take the leap forward and they're going to be a force to reckon with. So congratulations to him. Uh, there was a couple more guys. Rudy Gobert had uh, defensive player of the year, which is, you know, <laughs> if anybody's seen the All-Star game, he was crying because he didn't even get, you know, in the All-Star game because of his defense. So <laughs> Luke Donick, rookie of the year. Nice, you know, congratulations. That was a him or Trey Young could have. That could have went either way. Lou Williams, I got got a big, got to throw a shout out to Big Lou. This is his third straight six man of the year. Just an unselfish player and so humble about it. So I got to say, nice job, Pascal Siakam, getting comeback player of the year. He, I mean, nobody else deserved it more than him because he really truly deserved it. He came out and he balled. He's a big part of why. I, he's a big part of why that Toronto Raptors team, you know, got to the NBA Finals and won the NBA Finals. So. You know, big shout out to those. Congratulations to those guys that won last night. The coach of the year, Milwaukee Bucks coach, got coach of the year. So, you know, don't want to miss him. Congratulations to him. Just some other NBA news that happened over the weekend. Taco Fall, who went undrafted from UCF. You know, if you know this guy, if you watch the March Madness, this guy's like six, seven, six, you know, 286 pounds. He's a, he's a, he's a beast. He's not a beast, but he's tall. Uh, he's signed by the Celtics. Good move by them, especially losing Al Horford. You know, I don't really see him coming back. So, you know, Taco Falls a guy that you can bring in and you can train right. Especially, you know, he he fits under he fits right under that coach Brad Stevens over there, who's a nice coach. So, fundamental basketball player, and that and that's what they're gonna get from him. And so, if they teach him a little strength and how to his presence, how to use his presence, be a force to reckon with. So, nice pickup by the Celtics on that one. The Trailblazers. Trading Evan Turner for Kent Bazemore. Last week I said it. I said the Trailblazers are a team, you know, that's one player away. Kent Bazemore is a scorer. So I'm saying, you know, you add another 15, 20 points to that team. This can be something that, 
you know, the Western Conference is just keeps getting better and better. And so, hey, got to say big shout out to the Trailblazers on that one. Nice, nice pickup for them. But uh, that's that's all for NBA. Let's transition to the NFL. You know, the NFL, it's, it's almost here, baby. It's almost here. August 1st, preseason starts off with the Hall of Fame game. September 5th, you got the one and only, if not the best rivalry in NFL with the Packers and the Bears. NFL is almost here. They just dropped their training camp schedule. Anybody, I encourage anybody, if you have kids or if you're just a huge football fan, take your kids out to see those, you know, the, the guys in the training camp. It, it's a wonderful experience, especially if your kids are starting off into the into the football world. They teach them, you know, fundamental tackling, fundamental hitting. You know, if your kid's undecided about uh, position to play, they teach, you know, they, they kind of get their mind right. And it's good to see these players interact with the players, get autographs. It's a nice memory. And so... I encourage anybody, take your kids out there, or like I said, if you're just a huge football fan like me, go out there and interact with the players. It's good to see them. It'll, you know, it'll get your mind ready, especially if you play DFS. Get your mind ready. Like, okay, I know what to expect from this team. I, I know these, I know these guys are gonna ball. Take yourself out, take your kids out there, take yourself out there. I dropped every I dropped every training camp starting date on the website, sportstalkwithscott.com. So find your local team. And, you know, just look on the website and the tickets are free. So don't don't waste stuff. You know, if it's free, it's for me. So <laughs> use that motto and go to the training camp. And other news, oh, Tyreek Hill, he's going to meet with the NFL tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I really am anxious to see the outcome of this. Um, if anybody knows the story of him, he's, he's just in an unfortunate situation, right? He was put in an unfortunate situation or he put himself in an unfortunate situation uh, over the summer, over the offseason. And so... He's meeting with the NFL to determine what will be the outcome of it, if the NFL is going to suspend him. So this is some news that I'll probably have on next week's Sports Talk with Scott. It's important for those, you know, those fantasy football players, those, you know, that play that DFS, mainly in the guys that play the league. If you had him over the last few years, like I have, become quite fond of, you know, his talents and his skills in the football field. You, you kind of wonder about this guy. So he's meeting with the NFL tomorrow. Right now, to me, he's innocent until proven guilty. So. We'll see what happens. That's just that's just my opinion. But let me know. Let me know your opinion about that. How you feel about Hill? You know, tweet me at ST with Scott or Sports Talk with Scott. But uh, transitioning to the boxing world, I had a, we had a WBA regular junior lightweight over on Saturday, Andrew Canseo and Albert Machado. This fight went the whole twelve rounds. But I, I, I'm more impressed. Like I said, a junior lightweight with Canseo winning it. He he landed thirty two percent of his punches. He only, I'll tell you what, he threw 59 of 183 punches. He landed 59 of 183 punches, 32%. He only landed one of 32 jabs. He had 58 of 151 power punches. That's impressive by a, like a junior lightweight. These guys must have been listening to Sports Talk with Scott because <laughs> I've been talking about them with these jabs, and now these boys are throwing power, and I love it. It's good to see it. Unfortunately, they didn't get, he didn't get the knockout. But he beat Machado. He won that one in 12 rounds. I got to say, boxing is really uh, picking up in, in, in the month of July. I looked at the schedule and I was impressed. They have the WBA welterweight. You got the Pac-Man, Manny Pacquiao, going against Thurman on uh, July 20th. This is a pay-per-view fight, unfortunately. But that's nonetheless, that is a great fight, Pacquiao and Thurman. I hope Pacquiao wins this one. Pac-Man get out there and win. Amir Khan wants to see him again, but hopefully not. I don't want to see him get his ass beat again. W, you know, they got the WBA junior lightweight, Giovanni Davis. You got Tank against Ricardo Nunez. 
This is going to be a hell of a fight. If anybody's, you know, watched Tank fight over the last few fights, you know him. He, he likes to knock out. So <laughs> and he's, he's one of Mayweather's boys. So, you know, Mayweather, he, he has that strategic boxing mindset where he plays defense. But if you give him that opening, he's going to light you up. He's pretty powerful, too. So got to say that one is July 27th. That one's in Baltimore. That one's on Showtime. So you won't have to. You know, spend all your hard-earned money to see that fight, but uh, Pacquiao will fight will be. But it's good to see some boxing. If anybody want to see the boxing schedule, that's on the websites. I'll have those listed weekly to you know show you where they're at. Showtime pay-per-view, so you can check that out. Like I said, at SportsTalkWithScott.com. Transitioning to the college baseball, Michigan and Vanderbilt. Michigan is the <coughs> Cinderella team of the college baseball world this year. And they were able to pull off a win yesterday, seven to zero, which was unbelievable. They're but they're down right now, four to one. So <laughs> that's unfortunate. Top of the eighth at, at this moment. A Big Ten team. I haven't seen that in the College World Series in a long time. SEC stays dominating. Those guys in the South, they love their baseball, don't they? Because they're always, you know, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi State, Miss Ole Miss. Well, hey, I'm a huge fan of Ole Miss, though. So. Big shout out to them. Let's transition into the baseball world. They released the power rankings, but I got some news for all you Cardinal fans out there. Uh, Jordan Hicks is going to have the Tommy John surgery, unfortunately, towards UCL. He was trying to overcome that, but he couldn't. Uh, he's going to have the Tommy John surgery. Looks like he's going to be out for about a He's going to be out, I know, a year, so he won't be playing next year. It's unfortunate for you guys because he was a lights-out closer, throwing 100 miles per hour fastball in the ninth inning. That's what you want to see, so... Unfortunately for him, Madison Bumgarner, news from the San Francisco Giants that he will be traded. He will be traded before the for the July deadline. So that's unfortunate. I'm going to talk about him when I get into the power rankings in a minute, because I believe he can go to a team that I feel that they, they, they have the money to spend on him. So let's dig into these power rankings without further ado. Number one, the L.A. Dodgers. I got to say the L.A. Dodgers, I watched them again on just this past weekend, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night, they hit three walk-off home runs. Three walk-off home runs. And they're, they, all the home runs were hit by rookies. So I got to say, this this team and their pitching is, like I said last week, they have a 2.27 all-starters combined ERA. For all of you that are don't know what an ERA is because you don't follow baseball, ERA is an earned run average. You know, that's how much, that's how many runs the pitcher allows uh, per inning, really or allows per his start. So ERA, 2.27 combined ERA. The hitters are hitting. Corey Sager, I can't wait to see him back. But like I said, I'm not going to become a fan of these guys just because they're they're doing what they're doing. They do this every year. Let me see them when it's September. Let me see them after the All-Star break. One month after the, all, after the All-Star break, that's when I'll give my, like I'll give them their credit where credit is due. But until then, congratulations. They sit with the 54-25 record. I got to say, that was pretty impressive, though, the three walk-off home runs all by rookies. So that was a nice job. Pretty exciting, too, to watch. It was on TV. So congratulations to the Dodgers. Number two, the Yankees. I This is the team that I said I was thinking Madison Bumgarner can go to. Stanton's back. Judge is back. Gorius is back and healthy. Hicks is back and healthy. They got guys that are balling. Like I said, and I didn't even mention this last week, they traded for Edwin Encarnacion from the Seattle uh, Mariners. He leads the AL in home runs. So they have home run hitters. They've already set up milestone people. They've hit 28 home runs this year. This year as a team, they've hit 28 home runs. That's impressive. So I got to say, this team is balling. They're out of control. They're ready to ball. 
I can't wait until after the All-Star break where they can get a little rest. Everybody's back and get healthy and get a little rest. And, you know, then it's going to be lights up and lights out. But this um, this is a team that I feel they can go get Madison Baumgartner because they have the capital and the money. And they and they will do it. This is a team that will make a kind of move like this just to win the World Series. So I'm, I'm not a Yankees fan, but I just got to say this team is shaping up the way they're sitting there hitting up and you know this madison bumgarner becomes available it's something to see i look for this team to be in deep into the playoffs uh number three minnesota twins 50 and 27 this is a team that's that's just doing it they're so legit you know they got jason castro he's over there killing right now so all you dfs players look out for jason castro the catcher he's he's making moves and i gotta say pitching is not too shabby on this and hitting neither is hitting uh, the Houston Astros at number four, they're just fighting through the injury bug right now. They're 49 and 30. They're fighting through the injury bug right now. They get George Springer back. They got George Springer back today. So that, that'll be something. Hopefully they can. They just can't. They just got off a seven game losing streak over the weekend. And I didn't think it was possible, but it was. I want to see this team after they after the All-Star break, probably around September when they get everybody back, if they can. And so if they can, I look for this team to still be right there in the playoff hunt. You know, still stand around that power rankings or even in the playoff fight for number one or two in the the American League. So number five, the Atlanta Braves. This team is going places. This is going to have the National League worried. I tell you that much. And I hear here's why they got Dallas. They signed Dallas. They haven't even put Dallas on like full display yet. They got hitters. That dude Ozuna is killing. He is killing. They are lights out on the hidden tip. They have a nice six star rotation. And they have a nice batting order that can go, that can complement that defense. So I gotta say, the Atlanta Braves, man, don't do not do not sleep on this team. This team, I guarantee you, this is good, the kind of team that can get into the playoffs and play the Dodgers and beat them and beat them in four, sweep these guys. So just remember, you heard that first on Sports Talk with Scott, but <laughs> but uh, that you know that just rounds out uh, you know one through five of the power rankings. Here is some news. Uh, the O's signed their first round, first overall pick in this year's draft to a record setting $8.1 million. That's It's record setting. And, and people are like, well, really? $8.1 in baseball? Yeah. For their draft picks, number one overall? Yeah, that's just, that's record setting. And it's a backstory of why they have to pay this man. Well, the reason they had to pay him because last year's first round draft pick went and signed overseas for more money. For a million dollar contract so that lets you know what they're paying these guys and how they're setting it up now so congratulations to him the tampa bay rays are looking to you know have two home teams in two different countries they want to be the tampa bay rays and the toronto rays <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's just some baseball news for all you baseball fans but since we're on baseball let's switch into the sports talk question of the night um the sports talk question of the night comes from actually it comes from baseball because of all the news going on with so many fans getting hurt at the games. They're, they MLB teams want to expand the netting. So they want to take the netting that hangs around, hang, hangs behind home plate. They want to expand that all the way down to the foul line. Sports talk question of the night is, should the MLB teams do this? The White Sox are already doing it. They've already said they're going to do it. And I believe the other team, the Dodgers, said they were going to do it. Should MLB teams do this? My opinion on this, no. And, and, I, and I probably people are going to be like, well, you're risking the players, you're risking the fan safety. No, I'm not. We have to find a better way to not take away from the fan experience. 
If anybody's been there and you sit in those sections, 145, 146, 146 is where I always sit at the White Sox game, right behind third base, and you get that fan experience. You know, that that ball coming at you, that's a, you know, yeah, you're hoping they pop up, but if it's one of those line drives, there is a risk. But I got to say that there has to be some other form of protection for you because that fan experience, getting to interact with the players, you know, them getting to be able to toss a ball to you, that, you know, those are the moments that the, those, are, those are for the kids, you know, for even adults like me. I get excited off of just being able to talk to the players. You get autographs. If you go an hour before the game, you get autographs with the players. You get to have the, sit there and have a conversation with those guys. That netting just takes all that away. You're not going to be able to talk to those players or get autographs like that. You're going to have to walk all the way around and keep walking all the way back. It's just taken from the fan experience. And so MLB would be trading safety for the fan experience. And I don't think the fans really realize that until you until they're actually put up in place and to all these things that they once had, you know, as a you know, as a privilege has been taken away from them. And so that's just my opinion. Let me know your opinion about that. But you can let me know your opinion about anything tonight. You can tweet me at ST with Scott or you can send me an Instagram at Sports Talk with Scott. I actually posted that, you know, that question on, on uh, Instagram. So let me know your comments on that. Unfortunately, that concludes Sports Talk with Scott for tonight. Until next week, like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, have a safe week and a productive week. The great Scott is out. And while the world sleeps, we are alive. Raise your hands to